Hello, everyone. It is Motivated Monday, and you're listening to Motivated with Liberty. My name is Liberty Bernal, and welcome back to another episode of the show. And today, I am so excited that I'm on the other side of this weekend, honestly. (laughs) And that might sound bad because it was a beautiful weekend. It was Mother's Day weekend, but it was also the 50K weekend that I have spoke about before on the show. Do you say spoke or spoken? Hmm, I think spoken. In any case, I'm very excited to share some lessons that I've learned and how it went. So first of all, signing up for a 50K is easy. You can sign up for anything. Training for a 50K is hard. You have to spend a lot of time running, If it's a trail, you've got to find those trails. Honestly, Ryan and I did not find a lot of trails. We could have, but we did a lot of road running because we prefer it. But actually doing the 50K is so much harder than I ever could have imagined. And I've got to tell you, my main motivation, and it was just ironic that it was Mother's Day weekend, it truly was Gracie, my daughter. Um, She came with us. And initially when I didn't realize it was Mother's Day weekend, when we signed up, I figured she would go to her dad's house and we wouldn't drag her around the 32 miles. (laughs) Well, turns out it was Mother's Day weekend. So of course I wanted her to be near and with us, but she ended up having a great weekend and she ended up being proud of her mom, I'm happy to say, and proud of her stepdad and proud of her Auntie Jess and tons of time with Uncle Brian and meeting new friends. I do have to say that setting the goal of this long run, I thought it wouldn't be that hard because it was really only going to be you know, six or seven miles more than a marathon. And I've just run a marathon. I've run seven marathons. So it turns out that ultra trail running is the hardest thing ever, ever, ever. And the only way I can explain it is it's still up for, I don't know, it's up for discussion or it's up for, I just can't really decide, but I was in labor for 18 hours with Gracie and my epidural wore off. So I felt a lot of it. I had to push for three hours until it was determined that the umbilical cord was wrapped around her neck and we needed some help to get her out. It was a horrible, but of course the best experience, right? But 18 hours of labor, three hours of pushing. I'm not sure if the 50K was any easier than that. (laughs) I keep saying it was the hardest thing I've ever done, but it was up there. So it turns out that ultra trail running is often a major elevation gain on really tough trails that would be hard just to simply walk on. And where a full marathon takes me between three and a half and four hours only going seven miles more than that or six miles more than that took me 10 and a half hours. So that's part one. Part two is the whole schematic of an ultra run on trails is much different. There's not cheering people. There are only four aid stations, the whole 32 miles. It's very, very bare bones. You have a backpack or a vest with your water in it and your supplements and your nutrition, everything you take. And you also may be out there completely on your own. 
And, you know, there was really only a brief time where I ended up alone. I signed up with my best friend and a few of her friends that I can now call my friends and my husband. And at first I was sort of on my own. And then Jess and I, my my friend Jessica and I were together. But then I got caught up on this muddy part where I could just could not figure how to go over this bee laden muddy place and Jessica just kind of went ding, 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 right over it. And I got a little stuck and I, you know, obviously expected her to go on, which she did. And then I ended up going around on some log. But anyway, I ended up on my own and I hit the first aid station. Turns out I was last in my group and I was feeling really defeated and sad and unprepared and couldn't believe how long it took me just to get to, you know, that 10 mile mark. That was supposed to be at eight miles, by the way. The first aid station was supposed to come up around eight, but it, it got pushed and it was very odd and I was dying. <laughs> um, the temperature was rising and it started around 55 degrees. Ultimately, the temperature went up to about 80 that day. And I I really, and this has never happened in any race I've ever done, the 75 races I've done, I've never wanted to give up. And I wanted to give up, but thankfully, My peeps were at that aid station, my friend Brian, some other friends, and Gracie. And she knew I was the last one of our group in, and she knew how hard I work and train. But I could tell she was still proud, and I wanted to make her proud. And I just had her little face in my brain as I toddled away back onto the trail, already in pain. (laughs) And... I've got to tell you, I was wishing for a miracle and a miracle did happen. This amazing woman was up ahead of me right after that aid station. I saw her go up over a hill and then really run down a hill at a pretty decent pace. And I caught up to her. She had walking sticks, like hiking sticks. And so I just thought I would ask her about those. And we started talking and it turned out she had done a lot of these ultra races and she really had it down. She had even pre-run this same course before, at least part of it. And I just thought, well, geez, this is the lady I need. And she seems wonderful. And guess what? From about, I guess that was mile 11 all the way until mile 32, however many hours later that was, her name was Sarah. She became my friend. We ended up pulling each other through that race and There's one part of this particular ultra that is a hill everyone kept talking about, but (laughs) a hill does not do it justice. It was the craziest situation that, you know, mileage wise should have taken like 10 minutes if we were running it, but it took like an hour, but it was really hard. It was really mentally and emotionally exhausting as well as physically. And All I did was look down at Sarah's feet and I just told myself, as long as I just keep following those feet, I'll be okay. But I I think if I had been alone, I would have just sat down and cried, frankly. But it really proves that we need to help each other in this life. Like that whole race, and I won't go into, you know, all the wishy-washy comparisons to life that this Saturday, you know, Saturday's 50K was a lot of life comparisons and lessons in that one 10 and a half hour span. But this race definitely showed me that whether it's a stranger or your best friend of 25 years, we need 
other people to help us and that's okay. And we can help other people who we think we might not be able to help. You know, it turned out Sarah's stomach was really upset. That That's really common in long distance, whether it's ultra or marathons. It's just the, you're, you're eating these gels and weird drinks and you have to do all this weird stuff. And her stomach was not cooperating. So where I may have chosen to run, I didn't. We walked together, we jogged together, we hiked together. We would emotionally sink. We would lift each other up. I mean, it was crazy. And at the end, I mean, the finish line was amazing because Sarah and I hugged like this great hug, like I love you kind of hug. And I know she's someone I'll be in touch with forever and will forever be grateful to her for getting me through this really tough day. But again, I thought of Gracie the whole time when I wanted to give up and man, I will post a video soon of the finish and I'm so thankful Ryan finished ahead of me and was able to catch Gracie saw me rounding the corner of the end and I thought someone had told her to run into me but I guess she just bolted toward me (laughs) it was all I could do to not just like fall down and ball to see my little girl running toward me to know that her mom had just accomplished something so big and she ran with me and I got to pick her up and run with her through the finish line. And it was one of the coolest moments of my entire life. And I don't even know, like that just, some people might say, oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. That's just a race. But it's one of those things. Like if you do it, you'll understand. Or if you just hop online and read a little bit about it, you'll understand And when you put yourself through something so mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausting, you know you can do hard things. And also, ironically, my friend Jessica got shirts for all of us girls doing the race together about, you know, you can do hard things. And I just want to leave you with a few things. Definitely number one is when you think you cannot do something or will not, you always can. You always can. And there will be ways to push through it, whether it's meeting someone that grabs your hand and pulls you through it, or it's a thought, it's a feeling. Physically exhausting things take so much more mental and emotional strength than anything else. And, you know, once the race is over and the blisters appear and the pain's there and this aches and soreness, none of it matters. You've accomplished something and you know you're capable of those things. Two is let others inspire you. It might not even be physically in the moment, but it's pretty amazing when you visualize something or someone important in your life and how that can get you through anything. It just thinking about Gracie and and knowing I wanted to show her how strong, not that I am, but that we can be. It wasn't so much that I wanted to say, I'm so great, Gracie. It was to show my daughter that If I can do it, you can do it. And I hope I don't start crying right now, but that was the biggest thing. And three, do things bigger than you. I always thought marathons were bigger than me until I started doing them. And then I thought going faster was bigger than me until I started doing it. And ultra sounded so unattainable until I did it. So just try, 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 try and make your finish line your finish line. Mine wasn't to be, you know, first place or second or third or even placing or any certain time. Yesterday, mine was just to finish this. And that's what I did. And I know you can too. 
So happy Motivated Monday. Thank you for letting me share my story of this goal achieved. I hope it's inspired you to try something, even if it's, I don't even know what the example is, just getting out of your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be something crazy like what we did, but maybe it's your crazy and that's all that matters. So happy rest of your May, pick a goal, crush it. And I can't wait to share more with you soon. This is Liberty. And thank you so much for listening to Motivated with Liberty. Until next time, let's do this. This has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. For even more inspiration and motivation, join me on Instagram at Liberty Bernal Fitness.